everybody. How are y'all doing? This is your Reverend Dr. Edwina Perry coming up with hashtag there is a word hashtag there is a word i'm so excited tonight so excited to get back into this listen y'all know what y'all can do i need y'all to put hashtag there is a word hashtag there is a word in the comment screen also do me a favor tag five people it tag five people tag five people and tell them come on in come on in come on in and be a part of this study tell them to come on in come on in the room glory to god because it is hashtag there is a word hashtag there is a word y'all tell them to come on in the room glory to god hashtag there is a word hey auntie how are you how are you? Thank you, Auntie, for um, getting those flowers, those flyers out. Thank you for sending those flyers out and getting them out so people can register. Thank you so much. My dad told me you did that. All right, y'all, we're going to get into this word. We're going to get into this word. Listen, if you are on Facebook, do me a favor. Send me some stars. Send me some stars. If you're on Facebook, send me some stars. Support this page by sending some stars we would greatly appreciate you um sending those stars so if you are on facebook send me some stars y'all know how we do to support send me some stars to support send me some stars all right y'all we're gonna get started we're gonna get started we gonna get started you can send me some stars glory to god send me some stars listen listen we are just excited excited to be in here all right so um tonight we are going to finish um breaking this the spirit of comparison we're gonna finish that it was a part two from last week and we talked about breaking the spirit of um, comparison. Um, we talked about that. Um, y'all know how we do use the hashtag. There's a word hashtag. There is a word. Y'all can use that hashtag. And, um, if you're on YouTube, go ahead, like comment and click the notification button, like comment, click the notification button. So you won't miss any notifications, um, from dividing God ministries. But we were talking about the spirit of comparison, breaking the spirit of comparison um, last week. And tonight we're going to finish it. We're going to do part two, breaking the spirit of comparison. Um, we're going to get into part two about this. Um, this is prevalent. And, you know, people don't want to acknowledge this. People don't want to talk about it and they don't want to talk about there. There's a spirit of comparison, but um, we got to reject the lie that we're not good enough. You only compare because you think you're not good enough. Y'all need to write that down. Somebody need to tweet that you only compare when you think that you're not good enough. And we're going to get into this tonight. We're going to get into it. So I have a question. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Oh, Lord. Why, why, why does it matter? Why do we compare ourselves? Why does it matter? When God told us, um, I want you to write this scripture down. Go and study the scripture, Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10. Um, go write that scripture down, Ephesians 2 and 10. 
when it says, for I'm a craftsmanship, I'm a workmanship of God. So because of I am a workmanship, I should not be comparing myself. So that's what we're going to get in tonight. Going to get into that. Listen, thank you for all those that have been sewing in, passionate about pink. Glory to God. I thank you. Thank you. That is quickly approaching. Passionate about pink is quickly approaching. approaching. So, all right. We got people coming in. We got people coming in. I gave a synopsis of what we're going to talk about. Let us go into prayer. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for you just keeping your hands upon us. And we thank you for allowing us to just see your beautiful day, God. Another day that we will never see again. We thank you that you gave us this day to get it right. One more day to get it right, Lord God. And God, as we enter into this Bible study, we ask that you endow your word in us. As we study on this topic, God, we ask that you fall fresh on us. God, we ask that you detox our system from this, detox our system from the spirit of comparison and the spirit of jealousy and enemies. God, detox our systems from that. God, cleanse us from that. And Father, have your way in our lives, God. And we ask that you take over this Bible study. And God, we ask that you that you just continue to draw people, Lord God. And God, we want people to, to turn our life over you and be be saved. You said, if I be lifted up, I'll do the drawing. So God, we're going to lift your name so that you can draw them to you because God, we need them to know that it, eternal life is with you, God. So we thank you. We glorify it's in Jesus name. We do pray. Amen. 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 So tonight, tonight we're going to talk about, um, breaking the spirit of comparison. So I gave a synopsis of what we talked about. Okay of last week. If you didn't catch last week, go subscribe to the YouTube, click like, comment, and click the notification button so that you can um, catch the replays and you can watch them on it. So we're talking about breaking the spirit of comparison. Um, and here's the thing. Why does it matter? Why does it matter what somebody else is doing? Why does it matter um, I gave a scripture earlier, Ephesians 2 and 10. I want you to go study that scripture after we talk, after we do that tonight. Um, why does it matter? Why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? Because what it does is it makes, it messes with you. Okay. So I'm going to talk about this. Um, what we need to realize is that, um, Nothing can hinder what God has told you is going to happen in your life. Nothing can hinder it. It says, if God is for me, who shall be against me? And that's in Romans 8. You go over there and read Romans 8 chapter, you'll read that. If God is for me, who is going to be against me? So we shouldn't be worried about what somebody else have going on. We shouldn't be worried about scrolling on social media and seeing what somebody else have. We shouldn't be riding by somebody else's house to see um, what they have at their house or if they got a new car, if they got this. Comparison, it is a demonic spirit that breaks us down. It's a demonic spirit that tears us apart. And so I want to share something with you. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether it be by many or few. Watch this. When the Lord is for us, we can be anything that God desire us to be. Oh my God. We can be anything that God desires us to be. 
We just have to keep our focus on God and stop looking at everybody else and what everybody else has. And so we are in a society. Let me tell you, social media has its place. Social media is a great outlet. Social media is good. But we have got to stop comparing ourselves with somebody else there, comparing with, um, you know, what somebody has purchased, comparing what somebody is doing. Your timing is your timing. And we get caught up in this. So we we got to learn to break because when we break this spirit of comparison, God can open the door to give us so much more. God can open the door for us to experience what he has for us. Oh, my God. And so tonight we have to realize that. What God has for you is for you, just like the person just said. What God has for me, it is for me. So watch this. Nothing, nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Something resonated. It says, when the Lord is for us, we can be outnumbered, but never unprotected. Oh, my God. Listen to me. I'm going to go back, okay, because I'm, I'm getting this out of um, Nona Jones' um, book, Killing Comparison, okay? And she's come, she's talking about the, the text of 1 Samuel, the 14th chapter, and she's talking about how Jonathan, um, you know, Jonathan wasn't mentioned much in the Bible. Um, Jonathan wasn't mentioned much in there, but it always talked about Jonathan's dad, Saul, and talks a lot about Jonathan's friend, David. But if you go and read 1 Samuel, the 14th chapter, you can get a lot of knowledge about Jonathan and what Jonathan was enduring. So watch this. So here is, this author is talking about how she had a spirit of comparison. And so she was reading the scripture, 1 Samuel, the 14th chapter, the sixth verse. First Samuel, first Samuel, the 14th chapter, the sixth verse. Watch this. It says, come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Oh, my God. Listen, just because we're outnumbered does not mean we're not protected. Oh, my God. I just said something just because we're outnumbered doesn't mean we're unprotected. What does this have to do with killing the spirit of comparison? Guess what? Don't compare because it seems like they are winning the war or they're you know, uh, at this and was dealing with um, the Philistines were trying to take them out. And he was in a position where it was just Jonathan and his armor bearer. And his Philistines had all these people. But the Lord told him, it doesn't matter how many people they have. You're never unprotected with me. It doesn't matter how much money somebody else has. Has That doesn't mean God is not blessing you financially. It doesn't matter how long somebody's been married. That doesn't mean God is not providing for you and you don't have a safe marriage and you don't have a great marriage. So we got to learn to walk in the favor of God and stop walking in the favor of others. Oh my God. So we walk in the favor of God. We're now outnumbered, nor are we unprotected or we might be outnumbered, but we're not unprotected. 
So I want you to go back and read that scripture. First Samuel 14 chapter, the sixth verse, go back and, and, and go over there. All right. Here's what the spirit of comparison would do. You will have these questions. Why am I left out? Why, why was it I considered? Why was I overlooked? Why was I not worthy of this? Why wasn't I worthy to be mayor? Why am I not worthy to be engaged? This is all stuff that we talk about when we are dealing with a spirit of comparison. And a spirit of comparison is not healthy. It is not healthy. It is not good for us. It jacks up your inside. Watch this. Here's something the author says. Comparisons make, comparison makes what never mattered before the things that matter the most. Let me say it again. Comparison makes what never mattered before the thing that matters the most. Oh, my God. It never mattered to you about somebody else until you saw it on a social media platform. I go back to this. Y'all, people been wearing eyelashes for years and false fingernails. All of a sudden, one person get on a social media platform and talk about eyelashes. And we, and we see people running out to get eyelashes. I was watching some old episodes of the Jeffersons. They've been wearing false eyelashes. Now we start comparing ourselves. Oh, I don't, I don't look good if I don't have false eyelashes. Be you. Be you. Stop trying to measure yourself against somebody. They've been wearing false eyelashes. I was watching one episode of the Jeffersons where um, Helen lost one of her her eyelashes and Tom was standing on it. But now we got this big crave that I can't get. I can't take a picture if I don't have eyelashes or I can't do this if I don't do that. Listen, be you. You can only be you. I gave a scripture earlier for those that are just coming in. I gave a scripture, Ephesians 2 and 10. Go back and study that scripture. All right, here we go. Um, the spirit of comparison can be poisonous. It can be so poisonous that it could really hinder your growth and your walk with Christ. Because we're so busy comparing. Oh, her husband does all of this. Oh, her wife does. His, his wife does all these things. His wife, you know, his wife cooked dinner. Stop. Don't do that. Be grateful for what you have. Watch this. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge you and he will direct your path. My path, Edwina's path, is not the other people's path on here. Oh my God. Stop trying to follow somebody else's path. That's what I tell people. This is one thing. I, I work in the public um, school system, but is one thing I don't agree with in the public public school system. Everybody is not a K through 12 child. Some people might need to be a K through 14. And guess what? It's okay. I hate that we put this stipulation that everybody has to graduate at the 12th grade. Some kids just are late bloomers and may not um, bloom until two years after that. It is what it is. And we box ourselves in. 
We box ourselves in and we, we, my child, child, my child is, you know what? It doesn't matter as long as they finish. As long as they finish and earn the high school diploma. And so we box people in. You know what? If your child doesn't graduate until two years later, it is what it is. They graduated. But we allow society to mold us and say what we're supposed to be doing. Um, you have to ask your question. Why does it matter what somebody else is doing? Why does it matter? Because it shouldn't. You should do what's best for you and not somebody else. And I think that's where we get caught up in. That's where we get in debt. Um, we get in a lot of debt trying to keep up with the Joneses. We get in a lot of debt trying to keep up with the Smiths. We get in a lot of debt trying to keep up with the Johnsons. We get in a lot of debt trying to keep up with our neighbors. Do you? Do you? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you don't know how many prayers they prayed. You don't know what they went through. You don't know the warfare that they dealt with to get. And so that's why we shouldn't be comparing or comparing. That's why we shouldn't be comparing ourselves with anyone. Um, watch this. Um, it says, he, watch this. This is something the author said. We think that people are insecure if they don't look how they look or watch this. Ready? We think people are insecure if they don't look how they look. I mean, sorry, if they don't like how they look, sorry, if they don't like how they look or don't like what they have or don't like what they do, those are expressions of insecurity. Oh, my God. Those are expressions of insecurity. Let me say it again. We think people are insecure if they don't like how they look or don't like what they have or don't like what they do. Those are expressions of insecurity, but they are not the root of insecurity. Watch this. The root of insecurity is when your identity is based on an insecure foundation. Oh my God, y'all, y'all got to talk back to me tonight. Y'all, those are not things that be insecure. Those are expressions of insecurity. You know, um, I had somebody tell me, they was like, I really would like to be your friend, but you're lighter than me and I'm dark. Don't you know people have a complex or a complexion complex? Like, you know, if somebody lighter, they don't want to fool with you or, you know, yeah. Or people that are dark skinned tend to be jealous of people that's light skinned. I don't get that because we all are beautiful <laughs> and we all are in different shades I, I just, it just kills me how people like, oh my God, you're, you're light-skinned. I'm like, I wish I was light-skinned. I'm like, whatever. I'm human. We are out. We are different colors and we are beautiful. So watch this. I'm going to say that again. We think people are insecure if they don't like how they look or don't like what they have or don't like what they do. Those are expressions. Hey, Stephanie. Those are expressions of insecurity, but they're the but they're not the root of the insecurity. The root of the insecurities is that we have an insecure foundation. Oh my God! Oh Lord, have mercy! 
I can't, y'all, look, <laughs> your foundation is insecure. And when your foundation is insecure, you're going to attract those insecurities. Jesus Christ. We, we have to stop this. Okay. We got to stop this. Watch this. People, listen, we need to start declaring decree every day. I am good enough. I am worthy. I am more than a conqueror. I am God's child. I am a craftsmanship. You got to say those things. We got to stop living in this comparison world and this insecure world. If you don't like something about you, do something about it and do it better. Do better. Get better. Oh, my God. You can't talk about it. Watch this. You cannot talk about it when you're not going to do anything about it. Okay? So we got to do better. Watch this. Here's some other thing. I want, um, want you to know. Watch this. Here we go. God created. I need you to write this in your journal. God created us on purpose with purpose. Oh, my God. God created us on purpose with a purpose. I got to say that again. God created us on purpose with a purpose. Do you know what your purpose is? When you know what your purpose is, you can break the spirit of comparison. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. When you know who you are, you can break that spirit because that spirit of comparison will be broke when you know your purpose. Some of us never sit down time enough to listen to God tell us what our purpose is. You know why we don't sit down? Because we're too busy comparing ourselves. Did the people in the balcony hear me? We don't sit still enough to know our purpose. We're too busy trying to live our dreams because somebody else is doing it. That what they're doing is not for you. God created us a unique. Y'all go look up the definition of unique. Put unique in the Bible and write your name. I mean, sorry. Put unique. Look up unique in the dictionary and put your name by it in your um journal. Look up the definition of unique. Write it in your journal and put your name beside the word unique. We're not to be like others. All right, so here, watch this. Um, listen, the root of this, this is where the root, okay? This is where the root is. You got to get to the root is. The root is, why am I not good enough compared to them? When you can up right there, when you uproot that thought and start and change it and say, I am good enough because God created me. Oh my God. When you uproot this right here, this is what you got to dig the root of right here. This root right here. Why am I not good enough compared to them? When you uproot that and start saying, I am good enough because God created me on purpose. God created me with a destiny. God created me for this time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got to uproot the thought. And when you uproot that, life is so much better. So stop comparing yourself. Um, then let me tell you something. Let me give you some, some a nugget, a free nugget. 
when the person that won, when you can celebrate them, that's when you know God is uprooting that comparison route. Let me say it again. When you celebrate the person that reached the finish line before you, that's when you, you know that God is uprooting it. I celebrate all my friends that are getting married. I'm actually going to a wedding October the 29th. Come have a nice time. I'm celebrating her because watch this. When you celebrate them, the cup runneth over. Oh my God. Did the people in the balcony hear me? When you celebrate them, instead of being, instead of being petty, celebrate. Oh, girl, I'm glad for you. Girl, I'm praying for you. Girl, let's pray about your marriage. God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of our marriage. Stop being petty. And you know what? This is the one thing about living in a small town. Small town, oh, my God. Jealousy is at its highest point in a small town. Jesus, Joseph, Mary. Somebody got a car. Child, they got a car. Child, they got. This is long before social media came out. A small town, it, you know, it, it can be so rooted in comparison. Child, my daughter got this. My daughter going to school. My daughter did this. My daughter graduated with no student loan. My son went to college with no student loan. And guess what? Why does it matter? Stop living your life for others. Celebrate. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Watch this. Y'all ready? Here we go. Let me give you one last nugget. One last nugget. I wish somebody would have taught me this in my younger days, not to be insecure, not to, you know, live in the land of pettiness because somebody else was getting it. And you live in petty, you're like, well, I ain't gonna celebrate them. Y'all be real. Y'all know, I'm not the only one that have lived in the world of pettiness. They want to celebrate somebody because I thought it should have been me. So when I started to celebrate people, that's when I realized, God, you're working in my life. God, and you know what? When I started celebrating other people, that's when that's when I started seeing God overflow me with blessings, just blessings when I got out of my pettiness. Y'all don't know. See, y'all don't want to be real raw and relevant that y'all are petty. Y'all, let me tell you this. People are petty in ministry. Oh, my God. They are to keep you from the they, they think to keep you from outshining them. They want to invite you to preach. They want to allow you to preach. They don't want you in there because they scared you go outshine them. And all we all of us should be coming to lift God's name up and edify him so souls can be saved. I've learned that too. You got people in ministry will not celebrate you. Glory to God. They will not. Y'all, and so when the world see this going on in the church, then people don't want to come to church. Oh, my. I'm talking about something right there. So watch this. I got one last thing I want to tell you. Watch this. This last thing that I want to talk about. Insecurity uses other people as the measure stick for our worth. Oh, my God. Insecurity uses other people as a measuring stick of our worth. Stop allowing your insecurities to be a measuring stick to others. Oh my God. Insecurities. So tonight, we're going to break this spirit of comparison. We're going to break this. We're uh, um, we're going to expose insecurity. We're, we're going to expose this. Um, 
we, we're going to expose this and we're bringing this to light. We're teaching on these Bible studies. I'm telling you, I have never in my life, just since I've been studying this and God has been giving this to me, when since God has been giving me these lessons, talk about comparison. I did not pray to church. And then when, because it's in the church, then people from the outside don't want to come to the house of God because they're looking at people comparing who got the high heels on, who got the latest joys, who got the new car. People just want a word. They just want a word. So go back and get, read those scriptures. I gave you Ephesians 2 and 10. Go back and read 1 Samuel 14 and 6. Highlight that. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Um, you know, you just, we have to, we have to, y'all. We have to break the spirit of insecurity. We have to break this insecurity. We got to get to the root of it. Um, we got to get to the root of this. And when we get to the root of these insecurities, then God, we can, we can have so much more. Okay. We can have so much more. Okay. All right. So I want you to go back, share this with somebody, catch the replay of this. Um, you got to uproot some. It's time for us to uproot stuff. It's time for us to get the things that God has for us. Father God, we come night tonight. God, we ask that you lose insecurity. God, dig it up, kill it, burn the root of it, Lord God, that it will not come back. Depart in us. God, deposit that we are more than enough, that you created us. Deposit uniqueness, deposit worthiness in us, God. God, deposit in us high self-esteem, high self-efficacy, God. Confidence, God. And God, when you deposit those things, don't let us be arrogant. Let us walk in humility. Thank you right now. And forgive us, God, when we were insecure. Because God, in Genesis, you said everything you created is good. You created us. We're good enough. And God, that you have so much in store for us. So, Father, we come against any insecurity that's in our life. God, we come for anything that will hinder us from worshiping you fully. God, because so many times people think it's sins of, of fornications and sin of evil. Sin of cussing. Sin of this. But this right here, dwelling insecurity it's a sin oh my god so that got to be careful when we're judging people people because just because somebody customs cuss more than somebody else, but if you live in a land of insecurity you're in you know better sin is sin and we come to call it out tonight we come right Asking you to wash us clean with your blood. Make us pure as white as snow, God. And God, we ask that you have your way in our life. And Lord, we love you and we adore you. We appreciate you because God, you forgive us. You know why you forgive us? Because you sent your only begotten son to the cross. So when he went to the cross, we would never know how much our sins caused. Father, we thank you right now. Because he didn't just stay on the cross. He didn't just stay in the grave, but he got up with all power 
in his hand. And because he got up with all power in his hand, God, we can come and ask for forgiveness. So, Father, we thank you. We glorify you. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, 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 amen. Listen, listen. Share this broadcast. Um, share this broadcast. Share this broadcast with somebody. Um, y'all, it's so much. We come to break the spirit off. This is not just for females. This is for males too. Y'all, these Bible studies is for everybody. Everybody. These Bible studies are for everybody. So share. Um, go and watch the replay. Go and tell us and go and study scripture. Uh, and listen, y'all have a glorious day or a glorious night. Have a glorious night and give grace to re receive grace. I'm your Reverend Dr. Edwina Perry coming on with hashtag there is a word. Love y'all. Bye-bye.